0: wanted to be working for someone it's easy to go and get a job like that's the simple option (laughs) you Mm -hmm. take on a lot of risk doing your own business um and you have to really feel what's right for you and be really set in that because i think it's easy to drift away from it as well and get completely distracted by your business um and it's something that i'm pretty passionate about i have and it's how I've evolved. Now I've been doing mainly uh VIP design days where I'll actually do all of the work in one day and it's a win-win. My clients are like, what do you mean you can get me a website in a day and I'm like, hey, I can get you a website in a day and then I'm done. <laughs> and it's this perfect mix of okay, this is really valuable for you. I'm going to give you all of my heart and soul and my experience. And it works out to be a win-win. So I think it's um a matter of just kind of adapting and saying you know what screw the rules let's make this work for me and so far it's working
1: Welcome to the True To You podcast, your go-to show for practical wisdom to build a meaningful, creative small business. You'll find content on marketing, mindset, and tons of experts who want to help you grow a thriving small business that you love. My guests are exceptionally creative women building businesses from their zone of genius, all while balancing many other roles in their life. I'm your host, Ruby Marsh. Let's do this. So today's guest on the show is Emma Winch, better known as Morris Beer Designs. If you've ever worked with her or if you have checked her out on Instagram, she's super fun to hang out with on the gram, but also in person as well. I always have a great conversation when I'm around Emma. She's really inspiring and up to great things, helping business owners with something that can be quite a terrifying experience we're talking today about getting a website designed and actually her uh her story and we're also going to talk about uh some some nitty-gritty when it comes to websites so i'm really excited to have you today emma thank you for joining us
0: thank you so much for having me i'm i've Booked it in. I was like, yep, we're gonna have some fun with this. Yes, no, we're gonna have some fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I warned Emma, and she also has been binge listening to the podcast that sometimes my questions go a little bit deeper. They're not so surface level and and how-to all the time. So we'll see where this little conversation goes. But firstly. I want to dive into your backstory because I think it's always really fascinating to hear how people got to where they are, in particular how they uh, dove, dove into small business in the first place. Because that's that's always an interesting story. And I know you you did have a few fun stories in terms of how you got into designing websites perhaps yeah. by accident perhaps because people said oh you should do this so why don't you take <laughs> us back even right back I know um I've heard some the go great find long you, way back' some websites right back in your early teens is that right
0: it is my first website um was I hear a lot of people on the internet talking about how Myspace was the heyday and I'm that old that I was before Myspace (laughs) we had geo cities and it was the thing it was you could just build a website it was amazing um so I actually sat down and my sister was she's probably going to kill me for this but was slightly obsessed with the Australian band CDB And if you were around in the 90s and you heard Let's Groove, yes, she was fully, she was committed. She was going to marry Gary Pinto. She's still a little bit crushed that he's now happily married with a baby. But (laughs) I'm upset about it. So we actually sat down um, and my mum gifted me a For Dummies book on how to write HTML code. And I was 13 at the time. And I sat with this book and I was like, you can make colours out of letters and numbers, and I absolutely devoured it. So at the time, the internet was very, very new and this very popular Australian band had no website. So my sister and I took it upon ourselves to make the unofficial CDB website, (laughs) And we had, there was a full plan. There was a printed binder with all of the comments from the guest book that we actually gifted to the guys in the band. We were a little bit crazy. <laughs> it was very ballsy at the time, but um, it had T-shirts. There was merch. There was a guest book. The guest book still had people writing in it like four and five years later. It's bonkers. Um And what's bad is it's still on the internet. I'm not going to reveal where it is, but it is on the internet still. (laughs) Um, But it was my first taste and I kind of just got hooked. So I started making a couple of websites in GeoCities and then things got ultra and it got home. Bad divorce with mum and dad and things. So Kate and I actually, Kate's my sister, we jumped back into doing a business together thinking okay mum wasn't well at the time so it was something that we needed to do at home um and we I don't know why we decided to but we decided we could do party planning so we did it Printed, um the local cafes and stuff and built a crazy business like we ended up we were doing events for MTV and how and then- old were you I that was coming back to about 18. Wow. It was like, yep. MTV want to launch a new show in Sydney. Let's get them some sword swallowers and do this crazy (laughs) event in the middle of Sydney. It was completely bonkers. Um, but then I was like, oh, well, we've got to have a website. And you know, at that time, yellow pages are ringing you once a week saying you should make a website. We can build it for you. I'm like, no. So we actually built a website from that. And kind of got hooked again but then when I saw that was not an ideal lifestyle and I'm all about the lifestyle so the party planning was doing a lot of weddings and things so you were always on the weekend and you were always stressed (laughs) it did not matter what you were doing you were always stressed Um, and so we closed it down we decided that we didn't want to be doing that anymore and it was not something we were keen on and then circle back about five years later I was again mum had been really unwell with the divorce and things so I was like what can I do I just want some extra cash I want to buy a car and this was purely my driving force was I want to buy a car I need to be able to do this how are we going to do this and saw how many people were struggling with websites and I was like hold on that's that stuff I I've done like I know how to do that and started from there and my first client my first paying client for Morris Bear was actually a um, designer an earring designer and jewelry designer and she's still one of my favorite clients today so 12 years later she's still uh, we just redid her website last year which was amazing (laughs) like okay, you just fall into it and it's kind of meant to be. But yeah, things have changed a lot.
1: What if you could wake up on the first day of next year, the first day of 2022, and you felt really sure about your plan for your small business? You knew exactly where you're going. You knew the kind of energy that you wanted to have. You had clear boundaries in place, rather than being at the whim of whoever was coming into your business. I know the early days of small business can feel so out of control because we're just hustling. We're building, we're building, we're building, we're building. But really, you could actually have all of that. You could have the complete opposite of hustle tomorrow. And I heard something the other day that hustling is really just trying to outwork our self-doubt. And so instead of hustling, what we can do is we can put a plan in place. We can create milestones so that we're consistent, so that we're methodical. And we take action in spite of the fact that we might be afraid, in spite of the fact that we might not have done this thing we're about to do before. And you have the support of coaches, you have a community that you can call on for feedback and give you real honest support in your work. If this is something that is feeling like a missing piece in your life, in your business and you would like to have all of those things tomorrow rather than on the 1st of January next year then I invite you to click the link in the show notes and check out the Creator Club. The Creator Club is a business coaching membership and we have a community of creators, coaches, designers, architects, small businesses that are impact driven and together they are on a mission. If you're interested in joining the Creator Club, if this sounds like fun, you can click the purple apply button and submit your application. And our next intake will be starting the first week of December. Talk to me a little bit about those early days because you're probably quite innocent back in those days. Building websites, getting clients, and like, how did you go about pricing your services when a lot of web designers, not, not, this is not always the case because I think um, it's so fascinating, a lot of technology and, and, computer science and all that isn't something that people necessarily go to university and get a degree on. Often it's stems from being a hobby or gamers, you know, they're they're interested in that and then somehow they find themselves in that career. And so I guess it would have been really interesting to, you had the precedence of party planning and, and some tools from that on how to run a business and price your work and things like that. But was it was it a bit scary at the time with all these people coming through these private design colleges and you know with um, these kind of really overpriced educations as well because often the design educations are really expensive outside of university and then here you were like having already designed websites since you were a kid yeah in business it, it was bonkers
0: and because we're talking you know. 12 years ago, there wasn't women doing it either. No. It wasn't something that, and especially young women, um, it wasn't something that you kind of saw a lot of. It was always, okay, if the woman's doing the design, then there's a guy building it. Um, and that was a lot of probably where I got my feminist fire from. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of the way that I got into it because I went into it and said, listen, I am a female. I'm underestimated at every turn in this industry because no one believes me, but you know what? I did it. I've built websites before. I've built a successful business before. And the imposter syndrome always hits, always hits. I I think, um, Annette Piper, who was my first customer, I was actually started out just selling online store templates, which is hilarious that I've turned back around to full circle to selling templates again. Um, but I believe she paid me $250 for her online store and it lasted her like 10 years. Wow. <laughs> I was like, that was a good buy for you. That was a fantastic <laughs> yeah. buy for you. <laughs> so it was, um, it was always something that, I kind of just paced out how much I wanted and it's it's still that basic really um, of how much I wanted and how much time it was going to take me and obviously how much it was going to take away from what I was doing at the time. So my sister and I were actually full-time carers for my mum and it was literally working three, four o'clock in the morning Wow. When I had time just sitting on a laptop on the couch, trying, to, still trying to fight a cat for my lap to be able to type stuff. On. <laughs> um, on. But yeah, I was kind of like, okay, I need to work out what value I can bring to someone and what value my service is to them. And then how much. Does that counteract with what I'm giving as far as my time? And how much, you know, I'm going to be tired the next day. I'm probably going to be grumpy at everyone the next day. How much is that worth as well? So kind of piecing it together. And I don't think you can ever do like a solid, this is how much it costs ever. But I still firmly believe that if you can show someone that value and show them exactly what they're getting for it and explain it in a way that they know that this is going to improve their life. <laughs> um I think that's just you start there and see what fits. Make it scary. Make it a little bit scary.
1: <laughs> yeah. So across this last 12 years, um you 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 do a bit you do some marketing, you have social media, but you're not someone that it, I would say is like prolifically in people's faces as well. So you've obviously built your business through other ways of marketing. And I'm really interested to dive into this because having such a, a visual presence in your work, you know, your work is visual. People would say, oh, surely you can maximize YouTube and you can maximize Instagram and you know, be doing all of these opt-ins and email marketing. And I know that you, you know, you do do that, but you, you strike me as someone that flies a little under the radar and perhaps has used some, some interesting marketing techniques that maybe people, especially designers don't necessarily think about. So I'd love to talk about your journey with marketing and what's been most powerful for you over the last 12 years. So I have
0: a love-hate relationship with marketing. <laughs> I, um, I I love to do the content that I do, but then I also love to hide in a corner and completely fly under the radar. Um, so it's been But I've just kind of said, you know, hey, this is what I do. And it worked for me to start with. And then I started to amp that up a little bit. So while I don't do a lot, I have stuff that works really, really hard. Mm. Um, I will sit down and do one video and it will last. (laughs) And then it will be reused and reused and reused. Um, And my clients always love a video. And I will always tell my clients to get on video as well. Um, Purely because you can see the person and you build a relationship rather than building a kind of client-customer. I'm going to let that go. But one thing that I've always done is worked on the experience and I think that was the biggest thing that I was able to take from all of my experience. My dad was a corporate, high-up corporate, um, and he actually worked really hard, worked for PepsiCo and started Pepsi in Australia. And so I saw the effect of what comp- massive companies would do to get a client and to make them happy. And so I took that into all of the work that I did. Um
1: I can't hear it. So I can't hear it okay. at all. So don't awesome. worry.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just even, keep going.
1: <laughs> even
0: this morning I've actually been sitting down and redefining my client gifts. So I will spend money and time creating gift packages and there's nothing like someone getting a package in the post and opening it up and that feeling and honestly stuff like that has been hands down the number one way that I get clients because I won um, the new client that I signed yesterday said to me yeah my business coach gave me your name I'm like oh so you mean such and such she's like no I don't I don't know her who <laughs> I was like I have no idea who referred her to me and it was someone who'd seen me on Instagram I was like Okay, perfect. And the word of mouth, hands down, is the easiest way. So if you can complete that customer experience and make it, and I find it really interesting with services because we don't think about, we think about the stuff that we do and that's this much. Mm. But what if we expanded it out and made it something completely different and something crazy cool and actually gave an experience rather than just, oh yeah, I build websites. Okay, cool. And kind of changed the game in that. And I think that's how I've enjoyed it and my clients enjoy it and they keep coming back. So <laughs> it must be doing something right, right? Yeah. it's um, And it's, it's always an interesting thing because I don't think there's ever one way, but you kind of have to feel your way into what Really works for you as well,
1: mm. and I guess you're someone you're the primary um, provider of value in your business in terms of you might have VA support and things like that. People that you work with, collaborate with, photographers, graphic designers, all of that. But I I recall you also saying that you built your business. And even your previous business, you shut down because it wasn't giving you the lifestyle that you wanted. And so I think what's interesting is that you're also someone that is creating a business in line with your values and how you want to live. And probably that's meant not growing it to an agency or for for you, I I imagine. Is that right? Yeah.
0: A hundred percent. It was I, the thought of managing like five developers and designers and it makes me want to hurl. <laughs> I, it just does not sit with me at all. Um, so I've had to be kind of creative about how I work um, and really look at that lifestyle driving Um And that's what I tell all of my private clients as well. I'm like, no, we need to make this business work for you. You don't want to be working for your business. If you wanted to be working for someone, it's easy to go and get a job. Like That's the simple option. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. take on a lot of risk doing your own business. um, And you have to really feel what's right for you and be really set in that. Because I think it's easy to drift away from it as well and get completely... Distracted by your business. Um, And it's something that I'm pretty passionate about. I have, and it's how I've evolved. Now I've been doing mainly uh, VIP design days where I'll actually do all of the work in one day. And it's a win win. My clients are like, what do you mean you can get me a website in a day? And I'm like, hey, I can get you a website in a day and then I'm done. (laughs) And it's this perfect mix of, okay, this is really valuable for you. I'm going to give you all of my heart and soul and my experience. And it works out to be a win-win. So I think it's um, a matter of just kind of adapting and saying, you know what, screw the rules. Let's make this work for me.
1: Yeah, and so I guess then back to marketing, that's also meant that you haven't, because you weren't trying to grow it, you're growing it to have A certain kind of lifestyle and live a really good life and be able to have the things that you want to have and things but uh, not growing it to that bigger team and things meant that sticking to the word of mouth marketing and sticking to the ways that you know how to market that work most powerfully for you has actually been a real asset it's easy to go well I'm going to going to and and I think you've got to align your marketing with how you want to grow your business, where you want Absolutely. to grow it to. So yeah. I guess what I'm getting at is that you could have gone and pumped thousands of dollars into ads to generate lead flow. And then that lead flow might not have been in line with how you wanted to grow your business. So, yeah.
0: And it's really interesting. Um, like I actually have ads running all of the time and I have clients who, make half a million dollars a year and don't run ads and I'm like cool um but I have ads that actually just tell more people about my work Mm. so I send out my videos on a really affordable (laughs) option for ads um and people can see my stuff that way and I can say hey this is me this is what I know and this is how I can help you let's do it um it's, it makes it very simplistic, which I thought for a long time it had to be way more complicated than it
1: is. And does that build a longer-term relationship, do you think, because you're creating those ads for more of a casting the net wider, opening it up to more people, but more at that visibility level at like what we'd say like the top of the funnel, so the awareness. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, rather than trying to funnel people through with the ads and re you know all, all of that complex stuff it's like i'm going to build a longer term relationship so yeah. i'll capture you at this point and then i'm also i guess through email marketing or something like that so that i do a lot
0: mean? of email marketing um and i put a lot of heart and soul into reusing um all of my content so i've recently been taking um, the blog posts and making them videos and then looking at, okay, can we make this a podcast so that people can listen to it rather than watch it as well. Um, and I think it's so much of it is working smarter, not harder. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, I love a good complicated ads funnel and the retargeting and the drive it here and drive it there. And I'm fascinated by it. <laughs> it's that pull apart stuff again. Um, and it, Absolutely. Blows my mind. Um, But at the same time, I think it can be losing track of what you actually want as well and how you want to be doing it. And I think that's an interesting place to always sit with your marketing and go, can I make it? I got challenged by my business coach um, a couple of months ago. She's like, how can you make this easier? (laughs) I was like, my favorite question how can I make this easier? She's like, and then the next day I had three clients who were like, yeah, I found you on Instagram. And I was like, you saw those stupid things of me doing those stupid reels and things. And you were like, okay, cool. I was like, I had fun doing it. It was easy. (laughs) It worked. (laughs) Um, But I, I think it's definitely about finding the way that works as well, because I know that not everyone wants to be doing video. Not everyone wants to be talking. Um, So how can you take advantage of the way things are changing and make it work for you as well? Like, because we shouldn't be, I'm a massive fan of this. We shouldn't be slaving to our business 100%. If it's fun and I watch you guys with the merch and things and I'm like, oh, <laughs> beautiful <laughs> and it makes me so happy i'm like stuff like that should be part of the fun of it as well um so yeah i think it's if finding what works and sticking to it and going all in on it makes such a difference
1: yeah because it takes time right it's not like one strategy you might get lucky and see results from a strategy the next day, like you, you, you know, you manifested the, the, uh, easy thing and then the real converted, but you also don't know how long those people have been watching yeah. you. That might just uh, might have been, I'm not taking away just, from it at all, by yeah, the way, but, but just find that's the, a win. the thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. they, we don't know because we're, we just got to be consistent over time because it gotcha. does take time. And the thing is with social media is, people are voyeurs they're watching they're not they're consuming and watching and not creating 90% of people on social media are just watching so if you think about that you can use that to your advantage absolutely and, <laughs> and realize okay someone might just be watching me so if i'm just holding back from putting stuff out there i'm not even giving them that opportunity to 100%. build trust with me over yeah. time
0: And I find, um, and that's why I've done the ad strategy that I've got. Basically, what I do with that is I have 10 of my most popular videos and I update them once a month. Um, And I just push them out to people and then say, hey, they've all got a call to action and stuff. Um, And say, hey, if you want to learn more, go down the rabbit hole with me. Um, But even that, I know so many people struggle with just doing one thing and I'm like but if we do that one thing and then I can duplicate it so that I don't have to be doing that one thing again let's do that <laughs> let's make it easy um, but yeah i I know a couple of months ago I did a deep dive into all of my facebook um, viewers and things and I was tracking because what we measure, we can see a difference in. I was actually tracking where my clients were coming from and then asking them how they found me and what they knew. So a lot of that was word of mouth. But then a lot of people were saying, I've been watching your videos for like six months. Mm. Why? I've said the same thing 10 different times in 10 different ways, but it's the same thing. Like, yeah, I got, I get it now though. And it's, as you said, it's that one thing that then hits um, and it hits differently. And you've just got to keep showing up Mm. and doing the thing. Um, And I think that's one part that the lifestyle allows me to be able to say, okay, I'm going to have the days where I'm a hermit crab. And then the days where I'm going to do my hair and my makeup and I'm going to do all of the videos because they're all done in one hit and now I can go back to being a homer crab and sit on the
1: couch and not do that. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So that's been really cool to actually dive into your, how you generate leads, your marketing. But one thing is when they jump on, website or on your website we want to be converting people and I think websites for a lot of people can be I, I need a website because I need to have a presence online so they're ticking that box great cool I need it to look good but then they're not really thinking through necessarily what people are doing when they get on your website and how you're actually going to guide them through that website to potentially become a lead and then be a paying customer or a paying client, which is what conversion means. It's basically yep. taking someone who lands on your website and then they sign up for a program or they sign up to work with you as a client or whatever your service is. So I think this is an interesting part for people to understand is that, yeah, cool. It's great to have a website. Most people know that they need a website to get customers, but the the trick that you are really great at helping people with is deploying tactics on your website and showing up in a certain way and guiding people through that site so that they do convert. So why don't we talk a little bit about conversion-focused websites? What's What's a couple of basic things so that if people jump off this episode and think, oh, this has really inspired me to look at my website or... I need to make sure that I'm doing these things and they jump on their own website. What could they be looking for? Like, what, like what's one to three things that they could be looking for to make sure it's conversion focused. Right. Three
0: things. Easy Did I
1: explain top. that well enough by yes. the way?
0: okay, good. <laughs> it, made, it made perfect sense to me. <laughs> um, so I think about it as kind of looking at a, a journey and I will always say, Get a pen and paper right now and say, okay, like for me, I knew the people watching my videos. Okay, what do we do next? How do I get them to the, take the next step? Um, and write that out. Write out any way that you can be moving them along. Um, and that could be reverse engineer it from clients you've already got and go, okay, this is how they found me and this is what I need. Um, but one, tell them what to do. tell them what to do. We like to be bossy. So we don't like to make decisions. So tell us, make it super easy. This is your next step to working with me. Here's how you do that. Um, And tell them repeatedly (laughs) because we can never have too many prompts to say, okay, next step. Um, The other thing is to make sure that people trust you as well. Um, And that's before that tell them what to do. So photos of yourself, testimonials, anything where you've actually spoken, been seen, been heard, all of that jazz. um, Show them that you're a real person and show them that you're actually doing the thing. Um, And that is going to do you so, so much. And then obviously, always make sure that you are capturing some way for them to move. It's one thing to say, okay, sure, do this thing, but there will be 99% of the people won't do that thing. So give them a way to just get a little taste and really start that process. Um, You do need to nurture a relationship. That's the whole basis of everything that you have with people (laughs) and you need to remember that you're selling from a person to another person. So really think about that relationship and how can you build a relationship with them Um, on a small scale. If you're just starting out, you can 100% put a a button that says, you know, hey, follow me on Instagram and then message everyone who follows you and say, hey, thanks for joining in. What do you want to see Mm. more of? build relationships. And that can be at any stage of the game. Like if you're starting out or if you're massive, you can get your VA doing that if you need to. But remember that people are selling to people and we want to be told what to do. We want to know that we can trust you because we're suspicious of everyone on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> we don't believe any of it anymore. We've seen too much bullshit, so. give them a way to trust you and then give them a little taste, like make it so easy that it doesn't cross their mind that they're going to have to jump on a call with you. 90% of people don't want to be on the phone. I don't want to answer my phone when it's an unknown number. I don't want you ringing me. Don't make me put my phone number there. I don't want that. I want to email you first. I want to get a taste of that. And then I'm going to do it. That. So how can you give them that little win to actually start somewhere?
1: Great. I love that. Those, those three things are so simple, but so powerful. And it's all coming back to trust, isn't it? Every step of the way they want to know, Absolutely. can I trust this person? And yeah, even if and you're we are really suspicious people,. <laughs> we are. And as the internet gets like wider and deeper and darker in some places, you know, yeah, um we we are we we don't and and probably interestingly, I think we've we've now had to work a little bit harder as businesses more and more are going online through the last year or two we actually have to really work on this stuff because if you're not building a lot of those relationships in person first, yep. like we used to traditionally, we used to network and we used to knock on people's doors. Go we were and door-to-door sales.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Yep. Yep. And, and you don't have that anymore and you've got to break down those barriers. And mm. if you don't do it, you will get left behind. so there has to be ways and it's thinking like just be an honest person and you can think about what you would need to go onto someone's website and what you want to see and then think about your clients and actually give a damn about what they want and what they need and from that you can come back and say okay I've given them all of these things, the people who see that are your people 100%, and they will be for life. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> just like your one client that you've had for 12 years. I mean, that's yeah. the type of clients that you want a few of those. They're great to have, especially Absolutely. as a service based business. Um,
0: on average, my clients will come back to me every four years. Wow, get a new yeah. website. I'm like, okay,
1: cool, let's do it. Cool. Okay, so one thing you mentioned a little bit earlier is a website in a day, Yep, VIP website in a day. And I am very, very curious to know a lot more about this, mainly because through Creator Club, we have a lot of clients coming to us ready to launch websites or they're going from being in person to creating some sort of online source of revenue or Just especially through the last year, like I say, some people have been forced online, especially in the fitness and wellness industry. So uh, they're rolling with that and they want to keep going. And so they say, okay, the next step is I need a website to house all this stuff. I've been doing this fairly basic until now. (laughs) So Something that I've seen you offer is launching a website in the day. And I actually jumped on your YouTube when I was doing a little reconnaissance mission for this interview. And I saw that you had a great video, which is Can you really launch a website in one day? So let's go there. Can you really launch a website in one day?
0: 100%, 100%. What does that look like?
1: <laughs> um, so it actually
0: looks like, and I had a conversation with a girlfriend who's a graphic designer about this. So I was like, no, it's not just one day. Like I'm doing a lot of legwork beforehand and a lot of legwork afterwards. Yeah, But the one day part, 100%. Um, basically, I gather up everything um, and this is where the experience comes in that I know exactly what I need from you. Um, and we gather that up. So we jump in and we'll do a strategy call and kind of go, okay, what do you want this to look like? What do you want this to feel like? Um what do you want your clients to get out of it? Um, and we'll dive into that and map it out and things so that when I hit the ground running and literally hit the ground running on a 7 a.m., um, I have meal prepped the day before and everything else. I basically sit at my computer <laughs> all day. Um, but it is so much fun. And at the end of the day, we've, um, so there are a couple of ways I do it. Five-page website in a day, easy, simple. Um, and that's landing pages and stuff as well but i've also been doing a lot of those memberships so a lot of my clients are in that wellness space and things and we're doing memberships of okay how can you offer a program online customize this and everything else and by the end of the day full plan done happy days pop in your videos off you go you are ready to start selling it is so much fun and it's my clients will look at me and just go, what are you what you 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 did one? It's it's done. Because most of us have been stressing about our website for months before we've even hit that point.
1: And it is like, Oh, you can finish it. Cool. Thanks. That's great. <laughs> so before someone jumps into that process. I'm just, I've got in the back of my mind someone that I've been talking to about this. Do they ideally go and get a branding package done from a graphic designer? Do Is there certain pages copywriting that you want to have them outlined? What What does all of those moving parts look like in order for you to bring it all together? Yeah.
0: So most of my clients do have a branding package sorted beforehand. Um, and they've got kind of a direction because they've been working in it for some while. Um, and they've kind of got that direction of this is ideally where I want to be at. Um, so we dive into that beforehand and say, okay, if you've got your branding sorted, you've got a logo or you've got some kind of presence, we'll take all of that and make some magic from it. Um, basically, I'll go into mood boards and stuff beforehand so that we've got a kickoff and go, Okay this is the direction I'm getting from you. Let's do this. Um, and through that process, because it's generally four or five weeks before we can get that day in, I've actually sent them through a copywriting guidebook that says, okay, these are the pages you might want. We've had that conversation and said, okay, what pages do you need? Here's how you write this one. Here's how you write this one. Here's some guidance for that. Um, and then I basically say, okay, dump your photos in here, dump your content here, tell me what you want, and we'll make it work. And it's as easy as that. And a lot of people, I had three different conversations, and they were like, you don't want me to like buy a template and stuff? And they know you, t- none of that. We don't need to do any of the things you. I can look at your Instagram and it comes from that experience, right? So I can look at your Instagram and go, "Okay, I see what your vibe is. I see where you're heading. Let's do this." Um, and a lot of people will just go, "Okay, let's do it," <laughs> and it's phenomenal. I've, I've, I think I've had one revision. And we did it in the day. So I will say, okay, I need you to just be available. And quite regularly, it'll be through um, Instagram Messenger. And I'll be sending screenshots and links and stuff. And people are, you've you've already built that? I'm like, yeah, that's, it helps having some backup. So I've got templates and processes for 95% of what I do. So a lot of that cuts down in that time to make it easier. And you can see a result straight away, which is so, so fun. Amazing. And do you work with specific platforms? So I primarily love WordPress. And I know that everyone is like WordPress is the hardest one, but it's also the most flexible. So mm. you can do anything and then you can keep growing it. So I always like to think of that four-year mark. So most of my clients have got a four-year expiration on their website. And in that time, what do we want to be doing? So in two years, do you want to be offering a program? Okay, cool. We can do that with WordPress. Um, But I also just love playing. So I love technology and I love what you can do with it. So I've actually done Shopify and Kajabi and all of the different things. Um, I've been playing a bit with Show It as well, which mm. is just pretty. They just make it look pretty. Um, so it's quite flexible in, again, because I've been doing it for so long, I've learnt so many different ways of doing things. So it makes it a bit easier to kind of jump around and do things differently and make it fit the business rather than make your business fit the platform.
1: Yes, I love that. And I feel like working with you would be such a fun collaborative experience, but also already I know that that you're going to make sure that your clients are well versed in what they need before they come on board. So it's not just starting from zero, but you've actually done all this pre-work. And so for in terms of a time frame of someone, even if they were to do this website in one day, what do you recommend that they would need in terms of time prior to that? Because obviously if you're getting a branding package done, if you're getting photos done, all of those, like would you say have have the date to work with you in a month's time or unless you've got all of that ready?
0: So definitely the photos is a big one and we've all struggled with this with lockdown because you just can't get a photographer. Um, Photos are a massive one and you do need photos for your website. Um, But I do the graphic design on it. So if you've got a photo and it needs to be photoshopped and worked out to some way, that's included in your day. So that's fine. Um, The main thing is working out getting your content because content always, (laughs) everyone I speak to hates writing their content and getting that stuff. Um, I have found that having a deadline on that and knowing that your day is coming up, I have not had one client who said, no, I can't write this in that time. Um, And the prompts all help that. So Mm. a lot of work has gone into making sure that that's really easy to do. But yeah, if you've got, you know, if you've got a brand direction even and you don't have a logo, we can work with that. We can 100% work with that. But if you've got, you know, a branding package and you know what your vision for the business is, easy. We get you in. We get it done.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: easy done. But if you need that time, definitely think about it because, and it's the same thing, I, I'm booking like January at the moment, which is crazy it's october recording this um so yeah allow that that stuff is going to um push out your time frames as well mm-hmm. so really thinking and again thinking about your business and thinking about how you want to be doing things um you know if you're planning on launching in three months time get it done now uh so that you've got that runway to getting more people to see you. if it's something where it's not a fixed timeline, we can be more fluid about it. hundred percent.
1: That's so, so cool. And I'm very excited to, to hear more people dive into these sessions with you because I think it would be a lot of fun and it's always good because it's a lot of energy in one short space of time rather than kind of dragging out the process and, It's probably a great way to work with people because uh, you're just building the website, bringing all of those components together that they've pretty much already done themselves. So it must be quite an efficient way of working, I imagine.
0: Absolutely. And I find that it gives us less time to second guess absolutely everything as well Um, because I know for me, I have changed my own website that many times. It's not even funny. And you can potter with it for an endless amount of time and get distracted by that. Um, And that's one of the best parts that I've seen with this because it is completely different to uh, what other designers are doing and kind of what you would expect for a website as well. So it's been really fascinating to say, okay, let's just go headstrong at this and let's see what we come up with and honestly the decision making behind that time pressure is phenomenal it becomes um some of the most fun conversations in my messages just back and forth I'm like what the hell <laughs> that's not my site and I'm like yeah that is and hitting launch on it at the end of the day is just magic and I'm like yeah cool that's we've done it and it it is something that your entire personality and your entire identity from your business changes once you know that you've got this thing that's like a made up thing but you've got it behind you just going yep I am that guy I am that girl and you do change your entire perception of how you show up online once you've got the confidence in it as well
1: love that love that and can so relate and can so see that with with all of the people that we work with as well yeah you're professional you're turning pro if you will so that's so cool that you get to to experience that transformation with them this has been a wonderful conversation Emma but before we finish up I've got one last interesting question for you since you've been in business for over a decade, you've probably learned a lot in this time. What would you have done differently from the beginning if you could start over again
0: Oh gosh, that's a big one. Um, definitely I would have gone I would have stayed the course in a lot of ways. Um, as you said, I've definitely done the the roundabout way of things and kind of gone under the radar a bit and I firmly believe that had I stuck the course with so many things that I second-guessed myself on um, things would have been completely different so business advice is always trust your gut and back yourself a little more than you think you should (laughs)
1: cuz sometimes that's resistance, right? Isn't it? You Absolutely. like hit a win and then you have the the old imposter hangover and you want to stop and and, <laughs> and everyone is to you- too easy to get caught in
0: that hangover part and just go <gasps> and stop breathing. And we all need that life button of that breath to just keep going. And yeah, I think not taking everything quite so personally would be a big, big difference in saying, okay, this isn't a personal thing. This is a, okay, you've just got to stick this out. Just okay. ride it for
1: a little bit more um,
0: because you do get so much more momentum with that as well.
1: Yeah, that's really good. That's really, really good advice. I, I totally agree. And I think one way I've learned that is set targets that are not just I'm going to do one or two videos, maybe 10 videos, but say, what, what if I did a hundred videos and just throw it out there? Or what if I did, we've just reached a hundred podcast episodes and it's, yeah, that seems like a lot, but you're going to learn so much in that time and you're going to get better yourself, like becoming better at something is actually the whole part of it. In addition to getting clients from what you're doing, but
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's, it's really funny because um, one of the big things that I've done is that with the videos and you can go back and they're terrible at the start. We all suck at the start, but you get easier and it gets easier to do the thing. And that only comes with keep doing the thing. Even when you feel like you suck just keep doing the thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Have you ever read the book War, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield?
0: I haven't read it. I've been referred to it that many times. My big one that I tell people as well is The Big Leap by yes. Gay Hendricks. I'm like, just buy that book before you start because it's going to happen to you and just have it on hand when it comes.
1: <laughs> yeah, or Seth Godin's The Dip is the other one. Yes. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. it's coming. Like there are always going to be. <laughs> You are going to stuff something up. You are going to feel like a complete failure and you are going to want to quit and you have to be able to come through that somehow and know that the end goal is so much better than the dip ever.
1: Yeah. 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 And it's always, how cool is it for you to look back and on, on the last 12 years and go, wow, I was a completely different person back then. And um. And to who you are now, and you kind of, you know, you're comfortable and you're cruising, and and life's good, kind of thing. And and you you forget that, oh, yeah. Once it was really uncomfortable, and every yeah. single day felt <laughs> uncomfortable in business. But the fact that you can look back and and laugh and celebrate that is so fun. Absolutely, and you do
0: completely change as a person through the process. 100 mm. but it's that evolution that brings so much more than you didn't even think was possible when you started and that's really cool yes
1: really, really cool yes yeah. all righty we are going to leave this conversation there where can we find you if we want to hang out with you more emma
0: So if you want to hang out with my craziness, definitely find me on Instagram at Morris Bear. Um, If you want to hang out with my brains and all of the strategy stuff, definitely head over to MorrisBear.com because I've got lots of trainings and all different tools to actually help you grow online and get to that place where you are happy. But if you want to see some bird and some cat and some crazy, head on over to Instagram. (laughs)
1: And we'll make sure that we link all of that up in the show notes so that people can head straight to your website and learn more about how you work. And if they've been thinking about getting a website done or a website refresh, then maybe this uh, episode is your sign. So (laughs) thank you so much for your time, Emma. It's been wonderful to chat.
0: Thank you so much for having me and I'm so excited for the next hundred that you've got coming up.